0: So faith, well, we all have it in one form or another, and tonight we're going to be looking at the Bible and faith. So what does your faith do for you? (laughs) But what is faith? The Oxford English Dictionary defines faith as complete confidence or trust in someone or something.
1: But here's another definition of faith that points us more in the direction of what we're focusing on this evening. Faith hears the inaudible, sees the invisible, believes the incredible, and receives the impossible.
0: So faith is certainly an essential element of the Christian life. The Bible tells us in Hebrews that faith is being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see.
1: But is our faith a dead faith or an alive and dynamic one? Let's look firstly at a dead faith. It's important to realize that there are different kinds of faith, but only one that is a true saving faith. So whilst we all have faith in something or another, what type of faith do we have? When I turn on a light switch or plug the kettle in, I expect, in faith, if you like, that there is electricity there, and it will turn on. I can't see the electricity, but it's certainly powerful, and if I'm careless with it in my house, it can injure or even kill me. On Harvest Sunday, we're reminded of the faith that farmers have as they plant their seeds, and believe that they will grow and produce crops.
0: Now, a couple of years ago, we moved house and we employed a removal firm. We were very sensible, we thought. We got in several quotes from different firms, but the one that we chose was the one that we really had faith in to deliver their promises. They promised to come the day before and pack all the boxes. In fact, they said to us, Leave out the essentials that you need because by the end of the day, there will be nothing left. They promised to come with a large enough van to arrive early with sufficient men to do the packing. And we were all set. On the day prior to the move, the packing wasn't half done. On removal day, they arrived so late... The family, who happened to be Stephen Ruth Clay, arrived at the same time with their furniture. The van wasn't big enough, and they had to return and get our stuff, even as the Clay's furniture people were unloading theirs. At 8pm, they parked the removal van outside our new house and left for the night with our beds inside it. Thankfully, they left us the keys to the van, and when we went in to investigate, we found the freezer with all the drawers taken out, put on our sofa, and defrosting all its contents. The following morning, they returned to complete the job, Mm -hmm. and we had something to say to them about their failure to fulfill the task we'd entrusted to them that removal firm failed to deliver. Their deeds didn't match up to their promise, and our faith in them was completely misplaced.
1: So having faith in things and people may be relevant, and we do it, and appropriate, but it can never be certain and sure. Again, the Bible reminds us of this. Without possible, without faith, it's impossible to please God. The Christian is saved by faith. The Christian is to walk or live by faith. And whatever we do apart from faith, is described as sin even.
0: So what about our faith in the Lord Jesus? Now we may say, yes, we believe we have faith. But do our actions confirm it? James 2 verse 18 says, "Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds." Can faith without deeds save? No. Three times in this passage, James emphasizes that faith without works is dead, and gives this example in verse 15. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself is dead if it's not accompanied by action.
1: So today, we remember Harvest. And give thanks for what our Lord has given us. And in appreciation, we share with those who have not been blessed as we have. We're going to have our collection for tear fund. We, we give to those uh, who have uh, no food in the cupboard. We may give money for those with no provisions. If we fail to give to those in need, to turn our backs on the starving abroad or the poor in this country, James would cry out from the pages of the Bible, your faith and words are dead.
0: Any declaration of faith that does not result in a changed life and resultant good works is a false declaration, says James, a dead faith. Dead faith is a counterfeit faith and lulls the person into a false sense of confidence in eternal life. Do we have this kind of faith? Well, we do if our walk does not measure up to our talk. We do if our works do not measure up to our words. But if God's convicting you about this now, well, rejoice, because we can be forgiven and start again. (sighs) 1 John 1 tells us on chapter 8 if we claim to be without sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness.
1: Hallelujah. Many in our society would say well I do the works, but I don't have any need for faith. I live a good life. Why do I need faith? Well, we're delighted you live a good life, but there are several problems.
0: The first being, living a good life will not save you. It's faith in Jesus that brings salvation.
1: Living a good life depends on your definition of good. The Bible gives us an absolute definition of good in the description of God being holy. That's a goodness that's not affected by background or preferences or prejudices that we all have.
0: And then we are designed to live out our faith with deeds or fruit, being proof of that with God's help. We're not expected And indeed, we cannot do it alone. He can equip us to do amazing things. And a woman that's been in the news recently, Mother Teresa, is just one example of that.
1: And then by putting our faith in God, we remain humble and dependent on him. It's for him we're doing this. There's no room for pride, which can be so ugly in do-gooders sometimes.
0: However... We are all human, and we do fail. And failure to live out our faith can be awful sometimes. But remember, if we have faith in Christ, then through him we can be forgiven and start again.
1: So we've looked at dead faith. We're going to look now at alive, dynamic faith. It may shock you to realise that even demons have faith. James 2.19, our reading, reminds us that demons believe and shudder, presumably with fear.
0: We've looked at faith that is dead either because it's placed in wrong things like our removal men, (laughs) or else it isn't lived out in practice because there isn't that real dependence on God. So what's the opposite of a dead faith, an alive and dynamic faith? And the Bible tells us that Christians should be full of faith like Stephen who was ready to die for his faith. Christians should excel in faith shown in lives that are full of love and grace. We should continue in faith as Paul showed by the example of all he went through for God. And we should be strong in faith following the example of Abraham that James in tonight's reading also talks about. And then we should stand fast in faith, not following the crowd or being led astray by peer pressure.
1: We only need to look around us and we can see examples of this kind of faith. No one's perfect, so people of these that we may mention uh, have their failings too because none of us is perfect in in this side of heaven. But there are plenty of examples sitting here. What about Chris Hassel? A man of faith who gave up a career which would bring him prestige and an income far surpassing the one he will receive as a clergyman.
0: Cathy Middleton, one of our mission links and a former YF member, We've been out and seen her and seen her work and met her a number of times. And she demonstrates love and grace whenever we've been with her. And we've seen the work that she does, both with Mercier and as a nurse, helping mostly AIDS patients in clinics in South Africa. Either
1: on up to the year 2000, the Project Jesus 2000 was born to celebrate the 2000th birthday of Jesus Forty-two churches, I seem to remember, across the borough came and got involved in this. And the faith of many folk in those churches was shown as over a quarter of a million pounds was given for this project. Together with huge amounts of sacrificial times in service to projects such as work in the schools and young people's groups, work with the elderly of all school, setting up and running a big um, celebration at Beskitt Stadium. And finally, they uh, they gave an outreach. They gave time and money to an outreach to Bulgaria. And a team went out to do extensive DIY work on this first occasion at a school for disabled children. And out of that work grew Crassy Fade, which gives us another picture of faith.
0: So Brian and Chris Clark from St Thomas' Church give us a great example of being strong in faith, when they gave up a, a nice home and lucrative career to live completely by faith, working first with drug addicts and prostitutes in Amsterdam, then they led the first team that Jesus 2000 had that went to Bulgaria. And that in turn led them, um, prompted by God, to start their own charity, Cressive Aid. And incidentally, 18 months ago, they took the decision to move from Aldridge to a tiny terraced house in the centre of Warsaw to release some capital to enable them to spend even more time in Bulgaria.
1: There's no better example of standing firm in faith than Joyce and Robin Hill. You remember, he's just been given an OBE for his work in communist China. What about Hillary and Razor? Uh, in, in Muslim Indonesia, or the work of OSA in Paraguay with its climate of corruption. All these mission links of APC illustrate faith worked out in practical ways, no matter how hard the opposition can be at times. And a number of you are also living out your faith in a hard place, in order to, well, just believing that Christ will use you. But one of the examples we've given um, are doing what they are doing purely for altruistic motives, are they? If, If you've been working here, if you people have been working here for Christ, I'm sure you're not doing it for altruistic motives. We are doing it faithfully, living out our lives equipped, guided, and sustained by God. And we expect, do we not, to live out our lives for a heavenly reward.
0: But back to James, and James 2, verse 20 says, You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Well, what's the evidence that our faith is alive? Matthew nine thirty seven, Jesus says to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So we'd like to give you some examples of just a few examples. There is many, many more of the harvest that needs workers.
1: The children's groups have been mentioned often, and they need still more people. Once again, they crying out for people, both on Sundays and midweek. And youth fellowship, needing more leaders, again, mentioned many times. Helps needed in a practical way for coffee rota, the kitchen cleaning rota, the rota to ferry people to hospital appointments.
0: Alpha and marriage preparation courses need people to serve at table or wash up. Outreach into the community through things like the Thomas Project and the Big Feed always need more support. And before we know it, Chris will be asking people to help in the outreach to Aldridge at Christmas. And there are many, many more examples than that.
1: So, in conclusion, what's the difference between a dead faith, a demonic faith, and a dynamic faith? Dynamic faith involves the whole person. A dead faith touches only the intellect, demonic faith involves both the mind and the emotions. They believe and fear. And the dynamic faith involves the intellect, the emotions, and the will. With the dynamic faith, we see that the mind understands the truth, the heart desires and rejoices in the truth, and the will acts upon the truth.
0: True saving faith, then, leads to action. It's not the intellectual contemplation of dead faith. It's not the emotionalism reacting even as the demons do to Jesus. It's that which leads to spirit-filled obedience, lived out doing good works for God and in his strength.
1: Is our faith dead or alive? Well, how can we know? Here are some questions we can ask ourselves as we... Examine our faith, us two.
0: First, each of us ask ourselves these Was there a time when I honestly realized I was far from perfect and admitted this to myself and God? Was there a time when I looked at others whose walk seemed to match their talk and thought, That's what I want? do I truly understand from the gospel that Christ died for my sins and then rose again? And finally, the last question, do I understand and confess that I cannot save myself?
1: If any of that has rung bells for you, if you recognize that your faith isn't a dynamic one or alive, And you want to do something to change that. Please, can we ask you not to leave tonight without talking to someone? John, Chris, ourselves, the prayer ministry team, your YF leaders. Please, let's not go home in the same state we came into this building with.
0: Amen.